0: Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Buttwright Library. Our author today is Elizabeth Bonn, Associate Professor of Classics and Archaeology. Dr. Bonn is the author of a new book, Couched in Death: Clean Eye and Identity in Anatolia and Beyond, published recently by the University of Wisconsin Press. In this book, Dr. Bonn offers the first comprehensive look at the earliest funeral couches in the ancient Mediterranean world. Bringing a diverse body of understudied and unpublished material together for the first time, she investigates the origins and cultural significance of burials on couches and charts their development and distribution throughout Anatolia. Elizabeth, thank you for joining us today. And my first question is, what inspired you to write on this particular topic?
1: Well, as a graduate student at uh, Berkeley, I was involved in the excavations of Sardis, the capital of ancient Lydia in western Turkey. And uh, one summer we visited a tomb that had been looted over the winter and was vandalized by the tomb robbers who presumably found the tomb had already been looted. Uh, in earlier times, whether it was in the Roman period or in the modern period, and they had broken up the marble furniture into hundreds of pieces. So it was sort of a a puzzle uh, waiting to be uh, put back together. But visiting that tomb made me wonder about the practice of burying people on couches. What these are are um, marble beds. They are essentially beds that the the dead bodies are laid on, but they're carved and painted to replicate wooden furnishings that were used as banquet couches by Greeks and their neighbors um, for the reclining banquet, reclining while dining and drinking. So I got interested in what these were meant to signify, whether they had something to do with a belief in an eternal afterlife banquet, or whether they had more to do with the social status of the deceased in his or her lifetime. And I became interested in when and where the practice of burying people on furnishings like this began, and uh, that's how I got interested in the topic. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And how have you
0: incorporated uh, your research into teaching?
1: Well, I've developed courses that uh, allow me to explore the ideas uh, that are uh, explored in the book such as a course on dining and drinking in the ancient world. Um, I also developed a course on cultural property, ethics in archaeology, because some of the material that I deal with comes from looted contexts, and uh, I had to come to terms with how to deal with this material properly. And I developed uh, that course, which was cross-listed with law, as uh, a way to, uh, to make myself more of an expert on uh, the literature that was out there about cultural property issues, and to uh, deal with some of the questions that I was uh, I was worried about uh, with students. And how would you uh, envision
0: undergraduates using this book in their study and research?
1: I think it would be useful to students in a range of uh, different uh, departments and disciplines, from religious studies to Uh, history and art history, as well as classics and archaeology, because it deals with some fundamental issues of uh, social social dynamics, um, funerary ideologies, cultural identity, um, anthropological uh, approaches to death and burial and uh, social status. And so I think it it would be useful to students uh, working on topics related to those issues. And did you have any undergraduates that assisted you or contributed to this book and to this research? I did. um, uh, Some directly, some more indirectly. Uh, One student actually created the maps for the book. I knew that I would need some high-quality, detailed maps to show uh, all the locations of all the various places and tomb locations that I was dealing with. And I had a student in my archaeology classes who had also taken GIS in the geography Mm -hmm. department and uh, was able to use the software there uh, to develop the maps for me with the supervision of of Kim Klinker in the spatial analysis lab. They were very helpful with that. Yeah, That's a great collaboration. Um, Indirectly, I would say that just uh, dealing with some of the topics that that are in my book with students in a classroom setting helped me to uh, bounce some ideas off of them and get their feedback. Um, Issues like uh, why did people start reclining to dine and drink in the first place, uh, you know, it's, some, it's something to think about. It, it didn't happen in any other, um, any other culture of the world. It's, it's not a natural phenomenon uh, to, to lie down on one side while, while eating and drinking. It's only attested for the ancient Mediterranean and, uh, you know, the Greek and Roman uh, periods and peoples in contact with, the, with them. And so, uh, it's useful to uh, work with, with students uh, to s- who have kind of a clean slate in um, thinking about uh, possible explanations for why something like that might emerge as a cultural practice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well, I can see mm-hmm. that would be a great discussion to have with
1: them. Yeah.
0: Well and our last question,
1: how did library services support you in writing this book? Well, I could not have written this book without the support of our own interlibrary loan uh, service. Uh, they were uh, were were so great to get me whatever I needed, uh, and they waded through requests uh, for items in various languages, whether uh, German or, or Turkish, uh, or even some languages that I can't read, but uh, myself that I was uh, I needed for the the images that were provided in, in the sources. Uh, so. I really couldn't have done it without them. I also had the opportunity to visit libraries um, around uh, around the world uh, in in Ankara at the American Research Institute in Turkey and the British Institute of Archaeology in Ankara, Turkey. Uh, But uh, close by uh, as well at Dumbarton Oaks and the Center for Hellenic Studies in Washington, D.C. And UVA, I use the Fine Arts Mm -hmm. Library at UVA quite a lot. As well, so Richmond is well located in that yes. in that sense. Yes, get access to a lot of sources. Definitely, you're a well-traveled
0: um, <laughs> library visitor. <laughs> I love libraries. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Bon. Couched in death, clean eye, and identity in Anatolia and beyond is available in Boatwright Library, and it is on sale in the university bookstore. <laughs>